Hello and welcome to Colin Bradley Artcast. I'm Stephen Bradley. And I'm Colin Bradley. Happy New Year. And to you, Steve. <laughs> We're well into it now. We are well into it. And, and what, a, what a great year it's going to be all round. We've been chatting away and full of enthusiasm about the new year and the new projects. And it's going to be a great year. I tell you what, it's been a while. And actually, someone just emailed today and said, you know, how much they love the podcasts and I mean, it just coincided that I was down today and it was mm. like, we can finally get down to recording Absolutely. one. yeah. Because um, I know people have been missing them. And so hopefully we'll be able to do them a little bit more regularly now when I come down. Because it's nicer to do them in person rather than over the Skype or whatever. Absolutely. And what people don't realise, Steve, is you do an awful lot of more podcasts, different podcasts. Yeah. So um, you're always doing them there. <laughs> Not just for Colin Bradley Art. So we've got to share him now, folks. <laughs> yeah, my schedule's quite busy. My schedule's quite busy. And combined with all of the stuff that we're working on at the moment, mm. um, there's just there's just so much. And I'm so thrilled because um, everyone seems to be loving what's yeah. going out there at the moment. Yeah. You know, all the pitches and um, we had a busy time over Christmas. And... Um, the pastel mat lady went down great. I don't know if we were talking about that, the Victorian lady in the last podcast. I can't even remember. Um, I don't. But think, that I don't think we did, did we? I don't. Did we I don't that? even remember. Yeah. It was probably a month ago. I remember. Since we... I remember. Um, just a footnote to that. Um, I'm going to have that framed. You know, the original of that. Are you? Yeah. I, I'm. I'm in love with that picture. Now, I don't, I don't often hear me say that about pictures but that particular picture there's something about that picture mm. i loved i loved doing it i really did it was the first portrait i actually did on pastomat people think well no, hang on what about reginini no no it was before that it was the beginning of the year that 1918 that i did that picture. 1918 1918 100 yes. years ago <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> See, see, folks, this is what age does for you. You're just you. doing that to test me, aren't you? Just checking, <laughs> checking I'm awake. No, 2018 it was, uh, at the beginning of that uh, year, yeah. I did it. And I, it was the first portrait. I'd done other work on the pastel wet paper. But that's when I really thought, wow, we've got really something here. And I love the picture so much. Yes, I've got it upstairs and uh, I'm going to have it framed in a lovely gilt quite wide gilt frame i know exactly what i'm looking for fantastic because it wasn't a very large picture it may have seemed like big on the screen when i saw it back i thought gosh that is big when i looked at it again i think wow that is actually quite small but uh, it's going to be a lovely picture and i'm going to have it framed so so much because i think sometimes you when i'm working on a picture you have a feeling about a picture and i can't explain that any better than i am but there's something about it you think, gosh, I really am enjoying this. And I think people, when they see the uh, footage of that, they'll probably hear sometimes there are times when I, I'm almost ecstatic, if there's such a thing. <laughs> it, you, you get a feeling, gosh, I really enjoy doing that, folks. And, oh, I love doing this. And, I, and so on. Gushing over it. I, gushing, <laughs> that's the word, gushing over it. But it's also, uh, just to interrupt, you you're discovering when people are watching this knowing if they go in knowing that it's one of the first pictures or the first portrait that you did on pastel mat then they're watching you discover the mm. beauty of that paper that's right for the first time pretty much that's right really what it's capable of 
That's right. And, and we're going to come to a question in a little while, um, which refers to Pastor Matt and yeah. uh, the blending qualities. Well, it was that time when I thought, when I first started using it, I thought, how am I going to blend this material? And it worked brilliantly, absolutely brilliantly. Mm. So we can talk about that later anyway. Yeah. But no, I really love that picture. It was great. And then since then, we've done the colourful collie. That's gone up as That's well. That's gone up, yeah. That was, again, that was a lovely picture. I picked that because of the colourful side of it. Mm. I wanted well, to those see eyes that. as well. Oh, yeah. There's well, it was unusual that. because those eyes were, when I saw it back uh, recently, I, I looked at the footage back, I, I, I was quite amazed how I managed to recess those eyes. Mm. I mean, obviously it's to do with the shading, but they do look recessed as though it's... They're all in shadow, those eyes. Very, yeah. Quite hard to do, and people will realise that when they saw me do it. Yeah. I think um, it looks deceptively difficult. Like, it was difficult, and yeah. people will find that so, because you, even when I was doing it, halfway through doing the eyes, I thought, how, how am I actually going to end up with a, a good eye here? Because mm. when you're looking at it back, you, you're not actually doing it, so you kind of separate it. There's another you that's doing it yeah. and the you that's watching it. Yeah. Uh, and uh, I was quite relieved when it turned out okay. <laughs> <laughs> it seems strange, doesn't it? But it's, that's the way it is. It's thrilling watching yourself back. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> worrying What's going to happen next? Worrying too. <laughs> yeah. No, it's, it's, it's gone down well. I'm really pleased that everyone's enjoyed it. And we've got, gosh, such a wide selection right. of pictures i i don't know how we haven't yet decided fully on what is going to be coming up because well, we've said before haven't there's we, so Steve, many that that um and i remember i've said this a couple of times i think in podcasts you you don't know what's to hit you folks we we've got so many fantastic pictures that are going to come out in the course of the next two or three years i mean i say that because i'm building them up now but they the, the um the way things have moved on, and again, this is going to be brought up in the question later on, um, in the last few years, it's absolutely staggering Yeah, that you can, after 30 odd years of using the pastel pencil medium, mm. still to surprise me, and it still surprises me that we can produce just phenomenal results with it. Yeah. And attempt things that you would never thought. That's right. Well, there was one picture I did recently, which I, I won't talk too much about. And when I approached this picture, I thought it was a master's, uh, one of the old master's pictures. And I thought, no, this is beyond me. Surely it's beyond me. But I said to Steve, I'd, I'd have a go at it. So I got the chalks out and I thought, let's go for it. With the idea being that if it didn't work out, You'd never see it, folks. So I was on a safe bet, really. <laughs> <laughs> well, you do control the footage. Exactly. It, yeah. Yes. You so, don't even have to tell me about it. You could have just no. tried it and I'd never know. You'd never know, no. But <laughs> it turned out really, really, really well. And again, another uh, testament to paper and uh, materials that we use. So I think you're going to be gobsmacked as time goes on mm. with the kind of pictures that are going to be produced. Mm. Yep. 
Definitely. Anyway, let's, me. let's crack on. on. Well, no, I was going to say, I was going to say, let's, let's crack on with this email that came from from Darren because it touches on a few points that you said. Um, so Darren says that uh, listening to your most recent podcasts and visiting your site, I'm always blown away by Colin's work and not forgetting my fellow members' paintings too. But I've got some questions uh, which are stalling me and rekindling my painting. It seems that the latest pastel pencil techniques have moved on a notch and actually gone up quite a few gears. I noticed that pastel matte now seems to be getting more popular and also other pencil types have crept in, Creta Color, for, for instance. I'm thinking of working with and buying pastel matte pad, but I noticed some people claim that pit and Creta Color pencils don't blend that well using shapers on this kind of paper. Is this true? I know that the ongre works well, but I wanted to test the waters with pastel matte. So let's talk a bit about blending. Mm, that's really important because, as I say, I touched on it just a little while ago. I, I did think that blending was going to be a problem. When I first started using them, it didn't react the same way as the ongre, naturally, because it's a grittier surface. But what I found quite quickly was you need to put colours, more colours on, particularly the base colours. And if you're using uh, fur, then you put the base colours of fur on and you start filling the paper up. This is the key to it. You've got to fill the paper up, the tooth of the paper. Once you've done that, you can then add more colours and blend them. And it blends well. So you're blending your pencils or your chalks, you're blending into blended background. You see what I mean? And it works brilliantly. Absolutely brilliant. It's superbly, in fact. So the question is, um, can you use pastel pencils and Creta Color together and can you blend them in on pastel? Yes, absolutely. But providing you follow that rule. What about shapers? Using the color shapers. Color shapers, exactly the same. Because you've got enough pastel. Yep. So it's a case of, because it's thicker as well. It's a thicker paper. It's isn't it? It's 300, yes, 300 it is. grams. So that, that doesn't necessarily, um, it probably does help, Steve, but it's it's the um, the tooth it's that the you've got to fill. The, the grip, sand, the grip. The sand grip, yes. yeah. You've got to fill that tooth up. Yeah. Uh, whereas with um, Ongre, you don't have to do that. You can almost immediately start blending mm. because it's a smoother paper. Mm. So that's the difference. But practice with pastel mat. I'm not going to dispense with the ongre. In fact, my next picture is going to be another ongre picture. I've done some and some. And the reason I'm doing it is because it, the pastel mat is harder to work than ongre. So I usually, if someone's starting out, for instance, on the, the, the adventure in art with the pastel pencils, I would suggest they use ongre. Don't go straight into pastel mat. You do need a little bit of experience to get it right. I've seen some pastel mat's pictures that don't work really well if you've got an amateur or a beginner starting out with it because you haven't got the experience well, I've, of layering, which I'm talking about. Mm. They tend to look a bit cartoonish. In fact, that's what you've got to watch. But once you've got a bit of experience, and certainly you'll get that with the ongre paper, it's more forgiving, then as you move on to pastel mat, gradually those techniques will be learnt 
and from from that experience you'll be able to do a better picture mm. that's only my advice for what it's worth excellent um darren also goes on to say i'm also thinking of experimenting with faber castell polychromos pencils uh, they seem to be getting ever more popular and producing amazing realism have you ever thought uh, sorry have you ever used these and what are your thoughts regarding these say on pastel mat i understand that they are oil based blended in the pastel and less waxy than the pit pencils mm. so polychromos on pastel mat no no I, I've, I've never tried it i think i'm pretty sure that i've seen people work polychromos pencils into pastel pencils have you yeah because right. i've seen a lot of work out there that people have used the two i'm almost certain i've seen it it doesn't look easy i certainly wouldn't do it and it seems a bit odd the thing is steve to from, use them both together look, from my point of view um the results we're getting with the pastel pencil and the polychromos pastel sticks you've got to you've got to separate those two um are so superb so great that why change and why alter something just for the sake of it because that's what i'd be doing Mm. i can't see ever a situation where i would use a polychromos pencil which is a coloring pencil as opposed to a pastel pencil in with any other medium at all mm. and i'm not going to even start i'm being a bit blunt there but i'm not even going to begin to start mm. why would i do that i'm I mean, onto a winner at the moment i'm not going to change it yeah so my ch- i've got no experience with polychromos but i'm not saying they're not good no and this is the thing i i, I think darren's specifically saying about polychromos on pastel mat and i again i'm almost saying i mean i it would only take me to load up instagram or and whatnot and and have a search for them because instagram is fantastic for seeing you know an on our instagram account we follow incredible artists that use polychromos and and pastel pencils and all kinds of various coloring pencils and the work they do is amazing and i'm I'm almost certain as well that i've seen people use polychromos pencils on pastel mat in fact some of our members have probably done it as well because um it is a good product. It poly, the polychromos pencil is a good pencil, and if that's what you're interested in pursuing, mm. then there is you can work on all sorts of surfaces. Of course you can. And I've seen incredibly detailed and realistic polychromos pencil pictures on there. there. There's loads out there, and there's so much inspiration to be found, especially on Instagram. It's great. Um, but with our projects, you know, we've we've kept it pastel pencil mm. and that's you know even though we branched out with watercolor pencils for a couple of things and aquarelle you know dipping in things because i think those are still mm. very good um techniques to pick up on mm. but um yeah we're we clearly focused on pastel pencil and i'm going to continue to do so but that doesn't mean to stop i don't want to stop other people from practicing and having oh, a go if they want to. yeah by all means do that's yeah. how i find the pastel pencils in the first place yeah absolutely and this is why i keep bringing up instagram because the inspiration that you know you can see on there is and the artists we've, we've interviewed a couple of artists um for the blog and and they use such a variety of papers mm. and and pencils and mm. all sorts of things i mean why you know why limit yourself oh yeah absolutely go for it um 
so Darren goes on to say regarding mixed media projects with watercolor and pit pastel pencils what weight of watercolor paper would you recommend I do have pads of Winsor and Newton in 140 gram is this weight workable um, well yes you can they wouldn't produce it if it didn't it wasn't but I like to have a 300 gram when I'm using watercolor yeah. And you like the smooth... I like the smooth the one, yes. Paper. Well, the ones that we, we've got, a watercolour pad that... Um, mm-hmm. That was 300 grams, and that was smooth. Mm-hmm. That's that's what I would recommend, but that's only for me. Yeah. I think especially if you're putting a wash on and then you're putting pit pastel pencils on top... That's right. And that water's saturated the paper and then it's got dry, you don't want that paper to start bowing or buckling no, and, and then really. put the pastel pencil on top. No. No, yeah. I've always used a, a thick paper... Yeah. for working on um so his last question is lighting is uh he does most of his painting and drawing in the evening so lighting is very important i was considering buying a good quality daylight rather than a spot lamp with a cool white type bulb have you got any recommendations on the best type of light source absolutely um a daylight bulb without any shadow of a doubt normal daylight bulbs you buy you can get them or anywhere actually i bought them on the last couple on the internet i did try for a time using a warm light as well yes do you remember yes you had a combination of i did some. but and, and it worked okay but i did have the inkling that was a very slight orangey glow to the work mm-hmm. and especially if you put your hand in in view your hand look goes a bit of orangey you look like you've got a tan <laughs> as like a fake to, tan that's right <laughs> Yes, one of those orangey tans. But on daylight bulbs, you don't get that. You get a more natural look. And, of course, if you've got a natural look to your hand, you're going to get a natural look to the picture. Do you think that affects your eyes as well? It like, probably it does, yes. Eyes. Better. Yes, you've got to have a good light for for uh, working. You should always have a good light, and the daylight bulbs are best. I've always worked with daylight bulbs when I started demonstrating. Um, I, I had a daylight bulb. Always had with it. It would also give you more of an idea of what you're looking at. Like if you have a warm mm. light, it wouldn't that affect the tone of the picture? It does definitely, definitely a picture and the colours, application of the colours. Um, I mean, in an ideal world, you'd work in daylight, wouldn't you? Yeah. In an ideal world, but that's not always possible. If uh, if you're working in the evening, then you want uh, something that represents daylight. Mm. So daylight bulbs, yes. I mean, I have to anyway. I've got uh, five bulbs altogether in positions around my work. This is why it lights up so well when you look at the picture with, with very little shadow. Um, but you don't need you don't need all that when you're just you're working on your own. A professional, no. Filming, from my point you? of view, I do, <laughs> and uh, of course, it's a great benefit to me because, all, well, all my work that I do is in front of the camera because that's what I do all day I never never do anything for myself it's always that and there are times when I'm advancing a picture and of course I'm, I'm working in that same environment mm. uh, so that's ideal for me but I, I probably don't think you need that many no, I would do. say a couple if you've got a couple of lights you know mm-hmm. positions so one directly on your work and another giving you a bit of support uh, is a good idea but mm. good lighting is quite important. Mm. Excellent. Well, there you go. I hope that's answered a few more questions. Um, we, I didn't really put any other things on there because uh, on our list for today because, well, um, 
we haven't been doing podcasts very frequently, so I thought right. Well, but we will um we'll take some more of your questions and uh we'll put we'll pad out a bit more of a show for you next time get a bit more I, I think people have been aware that we don't want to keep going over old ground that's that's right you know and it's not like we've covered everything but we've covered most things mm-hmm. multiple times that's right <laughs> so um i think it's it's not that we don't want to stop doing these but it's also about finding the right things to talk about and mm. as new projects come out and as people start seeing the um the new advances that you're making with the choices of your work and yes. um new materials and things like that that we want to bring on board um there'll be a lot more to talk about mm. for sure yes we've we've got plans for the next demonstration which will be february february next month. Next yeah month. you're going to be surprised at that folks i tell you yeah it's going to be a, a cracker and you won't believe it when you see it no well they if they they've all some of them might have already seen it mightn't they in inadvertently not not that particular one though which one um. <laughs> <laughs> well the the one this is where we try and be cryptic listeners yes because we don't want to give too much away, away. <laughs> is it is it the one no it's not that one. oh right that's no. the one I, I was thinking of ah what were the one you were thinking of that one yes <laughs> Everyone listening is hating this now because they have no idea. I'm gesticulating everyone. What the? So I was thinking of doing like that one. That's right. That's the one, and they might have seen that one. They they probably have seen that one already. Well, it's a nice picture. Yeah. Um, But but is that not the one that you were thinking of putting up? That's not the one I was thinking you would put up. What? What? (laughs) It was the other one. We're we're now pointing to other items. Bananas. <laughs> forgive us, think, forgive us, folks. I don't think You're probably done having a, a good laugh. Bananas. <laughs> no, no, no. Anyway, don't worry. We'll we'll have to talk afterwards. A Ten pound voucher. There's just pointing at items on the table now. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll we'll figure out what the hell we're doing for February. Well, there's one coming up anyway. Yeah, there is one. It could be either this one or that or one. that one. That's right. <laughs> all right okay well let's let's call it there um we'll do another show in well, another few weeks and then by the, that time we would have figured out what we're going to be releasing <laughs> yes, <all right. laughs> we could talk about that we should have talked about this before we went on air steve yeah well we're clearly completely out of practice now <laughs> doing podcasts so just press record and uh, uh what who, who are we anyway thanks everyone for listening if you've made it this far <laughs> We'll speak to you in a few more weeks. Uh, Thanks, everyone, for listening. I'm Stephen Bradley. And I'm Colin Bradley. Enjoy Enjoy your week. week.